Well, hello and welcome back to the Switch Youth Podcast. I am so glad that every single one of you are here and listening today, and I am really pumped for this conversation. What you need to know is that in this week's message, we are going to be talking about how Jesus answers prayers. And like, that's a pretty big deal. That's an important topic. So you are not going to want to miss it. We're going to be talking about how Jesus answers prayers and how even when that answer isn't always what we want, Jesus always responds with love and for our good. But before we get there, we kind of wanted to just take a few minutes and talk about what prayer even is. Like maybe that is a foreign concept to you. What prayer is, why we actually do it, and how to start now. But I want to introduce to you my brother, who I have on the podcast with me. Brandon is youth pastor at Mustang, and he is here to talk about prayer with me today. I'm super pumped. Brandon, I need to know how you are today and what the scariest prayer you've ever prayed is. Ready, set, go. All right. What a question and an introduction, everybody. Uh, super excited to be with everybody. I'm doing great today. I, I am super excited to be part of this conversation and just process with everybody, ask questions and wrestle through scripture and, and just how we walk with Jesus. I think the scariest prayer I've ever prayed was actually when I got back to Oklahoma. So I did an internship and then I went back to college to graduate and then came back to Life Church uh, to step into ministry. And like my first week back at Life Church, I prayed the prayer, God, teach me how to trust you. Mm. And it was one of the worst things I've ever, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it, it was probably the scariest prayer, one of the scariest prayers I've ever prayed uh, because you know, learning trust, it, it, it takes a lot and it will bring you through a lot, but it yep. was so worth it. And I'm so thankful that I get to be here now and get to be part of this amazing ministry and do it with my sister. So what a I'm gift. Ready. Well, my word of the year, I don't think I told you this yet is trust. So mm. thanks for that. Well, God bless you right there. We're, we're actually going to take time to pray for you right now. <laughs> oh, funny enough. That's what we're talking about. So we're, we're talking about prayer today, and we want to answer those basic questions that we just talked about, like what actually is it, why should we do it, and how do we do it? But on this podcast, we want to start by helping our students and everyone listening understand maybe what something is not <laughs> before we talk about what it actually is, because oftentimes that helps us gain a clearer, fuller picture about the thing that we're talking about. So Brandon, when you think about prayer, what are some of the first things that come to mind of maybe some misconceptions that even you yourself have held about prayer in the past? That's a great question. Um, I think growing up, most of my prayers would probably end and begin and have the middle of, God, will you do this? Can mm. I have this? Yeah. Is, is there... Is there something that you can give me? Lots of questions in the sense of, God, what can you produce or do mm. or, or give me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that is a big misconception uh, that people kind of 
told today is they think the primary function of prayer is to ask questions mm. to receive. You know, you know sure. what I mean? Sure. So I think growing up, that was definitely something that, that yeah. I just misunderstood about prayer. Um, when we are talking about what prayer is not, we need to understand what it is not in order to understand mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And a great way of putting it, and I've heard you say it like this before, is we need to realize that our God is not a vending machine. <laughs> right. We can't show up, punch in the specific digits and numbers, and our dollar bill is the fact that we, you know, closed our eyes and folded our hands, <laughs> and now God somehow owes us what we're asking for. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, I think... That analogy is pre-pointed. I think what you're saying is so true that one of the biggest misconceptions that we have about prayer is that it is primarily transactional, not primarily relational. And that's what we've got to get corrected in our minds. The transactional mindset about prayer is kind of what you described. It's like, God, what can you do for me? Like I am coming into this because of what I can get out of it and not just because I want to be with you. I love you. I want to talk to you. I want to tell you how I'm feeling and what's going on in my world because I trust you. I know your heart. I believe you actually love me and you want to be with me. And that's the misconception. Like It's so different. I like how you brought up asking questions because uh, this is something I've been learning in relationships recently. There is a big difference in the posture that I have when I ask questions, when I ask out of curiosity because I'm interested in the other person versus when I ask out of fear or selfishness because I just want the information because I think that's what I need to be safe or protected. And it's like a total postural shift when I step into a conversation, which is what we're just about to talk to, with a friend. And I'm just curious about what's going on and how I can know them better and what their world is like and things like that. So what we wanted to talk about today is first, what prayer is not. It's not transactional. It's not you going to God with your dollar bill of the good deed that you did for the day and asking God to give you something in return. It's not the Santa Claus up in the sky where you write down your uh, wish wish list, and if you're nice, you get the things on your list, and if you're naughty, you get coal instead. <laughs> that is not who our God is or what he is like. In fact, when Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he said, pray like this, our Father who is in heaven. And that is the biggest shift that we want to introduce to you guys right up front when we think about prayer. So question one is, what is prayer? Prayer is a conversation with God, a conversation with God. It's not just talking to God. It's actually a conversation, a back and forth, because in a conversation, you talk and you listen. (laughs) There's that back and forth exchange. There are parts where you're quiet and parts where you're not. In a conversation, both of you bring something to the table. In a conversation, 
both people are present and they're engaged and they're listening. Brandon, I think about stories in scripture like Abraham having conversations, back and forth dialogue with God, almost like he's bargaining with him. Like when he's talking about Sodom and Gomorrah, he's like, hey, will you save the city if there's 50 righteous people? God's like, yeah, sure, 50. That sounds good. And he's like, okay, but but what about like 40? And he bargains it all the way down. He's having this back and forth conversation with God. Or I think about uh, Moses, who literally talked to God face to face. There are parts where he talked and he told him about his problems and all of the issues that the Israelite people were having. And there are parts where he listened, where he listened to God's heart for his people. I think about guys like Gideon as well, who God showed up to say, hey, bro, you're a mighty warrior and you're going to defeat the Midianites. And Gideon, Gideon was like, oh, heck no, I am the weakest and the smallest and I am not doing this, bro. And uh, he proceeded to ask God for like multiple signs, like, hey, show me it's really you talking to me. And uh, all of those guys, they had that kind of conversation with God. It wasn't just them talking and saying, God, God, here's what I need. Here's what I want. Here's what I need. Here's what I want. It was them talking and also them listening, them waiting, them responding, God speaking, them obeying. And that's what developed that friendship quality that all these different characters in the Bible shared with God. And I think that that's a really big deal. So Brandon, when you think about how your mindset on prayer has changed recently, what is a conversation that you find yourself having with God often? I think in regards to mindset, one of the things that I have really attempted to learn and instill in my practice as a follower of Jesus is is taking the activity of prayer, the action of prayer from a productive thing in my mind to a relational thing like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Because you you come in to it with a totally different different uh, voice, different uh, expectation as well. Of mm-hmm. this isn't one of the things that I'm just going to check off of the box because I'm I can be a good Christian through this, but this is a time where it is a conversation where I get to know the God of the universe, the Creator of all things, a little bit more. Yep. And that that that's been a big big change for me because it it does invite the listening even more. So mm-hmm. I think. Fe- there, there's a fear in me, honestly, that I am going to begin praying or lean into prayer and I'm just not going to say the right things. That hmm. I'm going to just like kind of mess it up or, or I don't know how to talk to God because he's holy and everything. And that, that's another mindset shift. It's, it's not a productive thing and it's not a performance thing either. It's mm-hmm. a relational thing with someone that we have been invited to call father come on and so the the conversations that i've been having with god recently have actually been way less of me talking and way more of me sitting in silence and listening yeah and what what like i'm learning i think is that 
the simplest prayers are often the most profound. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. Our, our leader in Switch, Vince Parker, recently walked uh, the youth pastors in the Switch team through something uh, referenced as a breath prayer, where you, yep. you take an inhale, you breathe in, and you say something, and then you breathe out, and you say something. Um, so what I have been beginning my time of prayer with recently is the breath prayer where I inhale, mm-hmm. and I say Jesus, and then I exhale, and I say, I need you. Mm-hmm. And I inhale again, I say, Jesus, I exhale, I worship you, mm-hmm. and then I listen. What, what I love about the three uh, guys that you just referenced from Scripture is that God actually initiates the conversation with all. Come on. And I believe that God has initiated the conversation with every single one of us just based off of Scripture and the gospel itself, that, that yep. his initiation is the love that he's shown yep. through Jesus. But I also believe when we take the time to be still, to actually lean into a relational moment, not a productive moment, not a performing right. moment, God's going to initiate some things in our hearts as well. Come on. A, a thought that I've also been processing recently, I actually shared this with our Switch students this week, is you truly begin to know someone when you are still with them. Mm. And, and I think... A lot of times there's so many things that we want to bring God in on, and that's where the focus of our prayers go to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're like, hey, God, please show up in our ministry. Amen. Like, da, 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 da. And, and just like a relationship, just like you and me, Caitlin, if there's something going on every single time we hang out, I'm actually mm-hmm. not going to get to know you that well. If we're always watching TV, if we're always even doing good things like serving in the community and everything. But I really start to develop a relational intimacy with the people that I sit still with. There's no distractions. There's just time where that relationship builds and when conversations can exist and thrive and happen. And yeah, Yeah, it's a lot, but I think that's where I'm sitting right now on, on this topic of prayer. And I'm so excited about it because I mean, I feel like I've been following Jesus for a long time, but I feel like I'm a total beginner when it comes to prayer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, dude. That's it's sweet how me. he takes us back to the the foundation of prayer being something so simple yet so profound, like you're talking about. It is a conversation with God. That's what prayer is at its core. It is learning how to have a conversation with God. Why should we do it? Well, Brandon just hinted at it in multiple different ways because it is that communication. It's that conversation, the talking and the listening that builds trust. And what I know is that trust is the currency of relationships. Trust is the currency of relationships. You cannot have a good, healthy, strong, vibrant relationship with somebody that you don't trust. That would be insane and silly and honestly just impossible. (laughs) I'm not going to have, I'm not going to pour out my heart to somebody that I don't trust. I'm not going to allow somebody that I don't trust to speak into my life and give me advice about what to do or where to go. Like, why would I follow that? 
So what I know about prayer is that I do it because it creates connection. It creates connection between me and God, between myself and the spirit of God who guides, directs, prompts, and shows me which way to go every day of my life. And it inspires intimacy. Like something that I have been seeing in my life recently is the more I hear from God, the more I want to hear from God. Like it is this building hunger that I experience when he shows me something new in his word. When he speaks to me through his word, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get up earlier tomorrow so I can read more of this because that was so cool. Or it's like, oh, I just sat in silence for two minutes and I heard God say this to me and it was so encouraging to me and it was so encouraging to the people in my life who I shared it with. Maybe I could sit for five minutes tomorrow morning. (laughs) And it's just like this hunger that builds because the more I hear from him, the more I want to hear from him. And that conversation creates connection and it inspires intimacy. So for you, Brandon, I know you just talked a lot about what you have been doing to create some of those intimate moments of listening to God and building that trust with him. I'm curious what you would say as advice to students who maybe wrestle with some of the same fear that you have had of, I don't know what to say to a holy God. Like, I'm probably going to say the wrong words. And what I hear behind that a lot of times is just like, I'm scared I'm going to mess up. Is that something that we need to be I don't know, worried about in a conversation with God? And how can we get past that fear so we can experience intimacy? Yeah. I, I would say the, the advice that I would have to give is just reminding everyone how Jesus teaches us how to pray. That opening line is our father um so yes it is a big moment it's a it's a big deal that we are in a conversation with our creator Uh, but also know that the loving arms of the father are reaching for you in that moment so and and i know everybody doesn't have a, a great relationship with their dads but i think everyone can at least imagine or picture what a perfect father might be like welcoming they just want to hear from you they they want to be with you they want to know what's going on in your life so you're not going to mess up you're not going to say anything that is going to stop the love of god um from from surrounding you that's the truth and then i also think that sometimes because we understand we are praying to a holy God, we believe the lie that what we have to say needs to be either holy or complicated. Mm. And I don't think you have to do that at all. I think you can bring the simplest and most honest and raw moments uh, to the yep. Lord in prayer. And my, my, my other piece of advice would just be, hey, keep it short. Mm. Some, I know... So, so we live in Oklahoma. My family is back in Virginia. And I know that the times that 
I feel most connected to my family, most connected to my dad and my mom is when I am often in communication with them, but for a very short amount of times. Mm -hmm. it, I feel way more connected when, hey, we jump on the phone for five minutes for, for like three weeks in a row as to opposed to we're on the phone for like an hour and a half right? <laughs> for, in one month. Um, so keep it short. Keep it honest. And remember, yep. you're just talking to somebody who loves you with the love of a perfect father, yep. uh, which we may never understand this side of heaven, but at least we can picture it in some way. But yeah, that, that would be the advice that I would give. It's great. So we've talked about what prayer is, how prayer is a conversation with God. We talked about why we should do it because it builds trust and trust is the currency of relationships. Now, Brandon just helped us get really practical and we're going to spend a couple more minutes answering the how question. How do we actually do it? So if we're thinking about just a conversation, there's a couple of elements to a conversation, right? Element number one is listening. And element number two is responding. We're going to listen and respond. When I think about listening, I think about what it means. Like it's more than just hearing what someone has to say. It's actually like taking in the information and understanding it, right? Like it's not just, oh, I just heard Brandon say some stuff about talking to my family, but I couldn't tell you what he said. <laughs> That's not actually <laughs> listening, right? Uh, yeah. I actually have to hear and understand. So that's listening. And we're going to talk about three different ways that we can listen to God. And then responding is the other element. Responding looks like actually doing something with the information that you just received. Actually doing something with the information that you just received. So we're going to listen and we're going to respond. Three ways that we can listen to God. Here we go. Number one is scripture. What you need to know is that the word of God, the Bible, scripture is the primary way that God speaks to us today. Scripture is the primary way that God speaks to us today, which is pretty cool, Brandon, because I can literally open my Bible anytime that I want and hear from God. And I don't think that we get how big of a deal that is. Like people in the past who didn't have access to the word of God, like we have access to the word of God, couldn't do that. They couldn't just like, boom, open the Bible and hear from God any day, anytime, at any moment. And that is a privilege that I never want to take for granted. So if you want to hear from God, thing number one, start reading his word. Start reading his word. That is God's word to you. Thing number two, if you want to hear from God, start practicing silence. This is a spiritual practice where you create space and you eliminate distractions so that you can give God your full attention. You create space and you eliminate distractions so you can give God your full attention. And I just think about some of the best conversations that I've had with people in my life recently, 
And there are conversations where neither of us were distracted. There are conversations where we actually put down our phones or we turned off the TV and we just talked. We weren't distracted by like the million notifications that were coming in or what was happening around us. And uh, that created space for us to actually hear each other and understand what was going on in each other's lives. And the literal same is true with God. So scripture, silence. And then the third way that we can hear God is through saints, through the people of God. Saints is just a word that means the people of God who are filled by the spirit of God and who are listening to the word of God. And what I think is so cool is that we get to be in relationships with other people who are also hearing from God. And that can be a way that God chooses to speak to us is through other people who are following Jesus along with us. I can tell you that there are many times where I have been feeling really low or needing some encouragement and someone in my life shared truth from God's word with me in such a way that I got to hear the voice of God encouraging me and lifting me up when I was down. So when it comes to listening to God, we uh, can hear God through scripture because that is the primary way he speaks to us, through silence, by creating space and eliminating distractions so that we can give God our full attention, and through saints, through his people who are also listening to the words of Jesus. And then once we have heard from God, this is how a conversation works, right? We're going to respond. We're going to actually trust what he says and do what he asks. And this is the space where we get to ask God for what we need. We get to thank him for what he's done and we get to praise him for who he is. We're going to listen and then respond. Maybe God says something to you about how he sees you, about the identity that he has given you because of Jesus, the freedom that he's given you because of Jesus. What's the right response to that? Well, man, the right response is to worship him, to praise him for what he has done and who he is and who he is making you to be. Maybe God prompts you in some way to reach out to someone you maybe haven't talked to in a long time. Well, what is the right response to that? It's to actually do what he asks. It's to trust that he gave you that prompting because he loves you He wants to use you and he loves that person. So do what he asks. What I love, there's a book by John Ortberg and he's talking about the relationship that God had with Abraham. And something that he says is God wanted to be Abraham's friend and friends trust each other. But you can't learn to trust without a little risk, a little vulnerability, a little willingness to like actually jump in and do the things and see what happens. And I think something that is so beautiful is we, because we can know God's heart, we can come to trust his heart and then we can obey his commands because what we know is that what God asks us to do, every command from God is an expression of his love for us. And so the more that we listen the more that we will get to know and trust his heart. And then our response becomes more natural, becomes more automatic, becomes more like friends having a conversation and doing life together. (laughs) 
Brandon, when it comes to the how of prayer, you already gave some really practical advice when it comes to keeping it short and keeping it honest. I would be interested to hear when it comes to that respond piece. We talked about listening a lot, but when it comes to that respond piece, to actually trusting what he says, doing what he asks, asking for what we need, thanking him for what he's done, what has that response piece been looking like in your life recently? I think the the response piece usually manifests itself with what you referenced earlier first, which is just praise. Um, yeah. Like you said, we've talked a lot about silence. We've talked a lot about stillness. And that mm-hmm. comes from the Psalms where, where Jesus says, be still and know that I am God, where God says, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. I think it's the Psalms. I could be wrong. But. Yep. You're, you're <laughs> um, right. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Nice. Uh, but yeah, the, the response, some, sometimes you won't be able to interpret right away what God is saying to you. But we do know every single time we pray, at least, that yep. God is still God, that he is the yep. same yesterday, today, and forever. And that alone is worthy of praise. So I'm going to be honest. A lot of times when I pray, a lot of times when I am still and listen to God, uh, I don't hear anything specific. I don't feel led mm-hmm. to something specific, but I do believe and do know that he is sitting with me. Mm. And that in and of itself is enough to yep. elicit a response from me, and that is praise yes. and worship. And That's I think good. of Job. I think of Job who brought lots of questions to God, suffered through more than anything else. And, and God doesn't really answer any of his questions. He just kind yeah. of points back to the fact like, hey, just remember that I am God. Yeah. And Job is called righteous because he does just that. Mm-hmm. He remembers that God is God and he praises him for it. That's and then good. God actually brings him through so much uh, to greater blessing on the other side. Uh, because That's great. He simply was disciplined in the fact of, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to praise God. Yep. Uh, yep. But I also, I want to touch on that, that aspect of when, when you do feel a leading from the Lord, you're going to need to trust what he says and then do what he asks. Mm-hmm. And that is big. And I, I am a nerd, and I love theology, and I love knowledge and all of that stuff. But what I found is transformation comes when we actually – not only trust what he says and know what he says, but right. take the step to do what he says. That's right. And I want to encourage everyone here. It might be scary. It might be confusing too. But please, guys, take that step. Do what he is inviting you to do. And it's not that God needs you to do it to accomplish something. He's inviting you into it because he right. wants you to be a part of it. Right. And I don't. I don't want us to miss what he's inviting us into to, to, to be a part of, to participate in because right. it, it's amazing. And in that the relationship just grows as well because we That's get right. to live in purpose underneath the will of the father with him right next to us. The whole time. Come on. So good. So today we talked about what prayer is, how it is a conversation with God, how it's not about performance it is about relationship it is it's not transactional it's relational it's connecting with 
the God who created you loves you and wants you to call him dad. We talked about why we why we should do it. Why should we actually spend the time praying and building this discipline and habit and spending time having this kind of conversation? Well, it's because we know that communication builds trust and trust is the currency of relationships. And finally, we talked about how we actually do this thing. All right, if this is a good idea, if I want to see my relationship with God flourish and thrive and grow, how do I actually do this? Well, just like any other conversation, you listen and you respond. You listen and you respond. So we would love to invite you guys to start a conversation with God. Just like Brandon said, this can be something super short and super simple. Maybe you are going to just tell God something that you're happy about today, something you're mad about today, and something you're sad about today. It can literally be that simple, but it is inviting God into your real life and your real thoughts. It's not putting like a holy spin on things. It's just telling God what is really going on in your mind, in your heart. And once you have started a conversation with God, we would challenge you to practice listening to God through scripture, through silence, and through coming to switch and being surrounded with a bunch of other people who are also listening to God. (laughs) So we want to see you at switch on Wednesday, where we are going to talk even more about prayer and what it looks like for God to actually respond to us. Like, how does he talk back to us? What are some of the responses that we can expect to hear from Jesus in this conversation called prayer? You do not want to miss this message, so I can't wait to see you at Switch on Wednesday. Brandon, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me today. I'm (laughs) really thankful for you. I love you a lot, and you are kicking butt over at Mustang. We love all of you guys, and we will see you next time.